a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 29 of The Fifth Seal. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do uh, for the persecuted church around the world to bring awareness. And we are in the midst of Persecuted Church Awareness Month. In the midst, we are at the beginning. Yesterday was the first day of the month, so November, Persecuted Church Awareness Month. Uh, we do, every single day, I do a podcast uh, talking about uh, giving you a story about some th- kind of persecution around the world. We take a look at that day's uh, country on the world watch list, wherever we're at. Today we are at 29. You'll notice that the episode numbers go backwards. It's because we are counting down. So every episode number coincides with that number on the world watch list. So today we are looking at Tajikistan. Um, and we'll look at some information about that and some prayer points. So something new that I'm doing uh, throughout the rest of this month and I will do on the fifth seal until this young girl is returned home to her parents or she goes home to be with the Lord. And that is an update on Leah Shabiru. Uh, she is a young uh, um, Nigerian girl who was kidnapped uh, a couple of years ago by Boko Haram when they took the, I think it was 109 uh, girls from Nigeria from a Christian school were kidnapped. Five of those have gone home. The rest have been returned to their, fa- or five of those have died, have passed away. Um, the rest of them were returned home to their families, all except for one, and that's Leah, and she refused to renounce her faith in Christ. So she is still being held captive by uh, the terrorist group Boko Haram in Nigeria. So we'll talk about her every single day this month, unless somehow she is released this month. We'll give an update, even if it's just a reminder to pray. And then throughout the, uh, the rest of the year, as we go through until she is released, or the Lord chooses to take her home, we will have an update about Leah in the fifth seal. Uh, and I'm doing this because a couple of years back, when Pastor Saeed Abedini was held captive um, in Iran, I changed my profile pictures, changed my cover pictures on, on social media. Every single day I did some kind of a social media outcry to our government or the Iranian government or something about Pastor Saeed's release. And so I'm probably not going to change my profile pics and stuff like that. Given the day and age that we're in, I don't want people to think I'm identifying as a young Nigerian girl. Um, but I will uh, probably retweet anything that comes from the Leah Foundation, anything that Nagme uh, Panahi uh, tweets about her, any of those things, I will uh, put those out and then I will have continual updates in 
uh, every episode of The Fifth Seal until she's either released and sent home to her parents or the Lord chooses to take her home. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're going to look at, uh, this is from persecution.org, mob of radicals nearly kills pastor and family in Northeast India. According to a Morning Star News, according to Morning Star News, a small mob of radical Hindu nationalists broke into the home of a Christian pastor in India's Bihar state in an attempt to kill the pastor and his family. Fortunately, the mob was driven away by local villagers before they could physically harm the pastor and his family. The attack took place at 1 a.m. on Monday, October 28th, according to the Morning Star News. A mob of 10 to 15 radicals brandishing swords, bricks, and metal rods surrounded the home of Pastor Palathingal Joseph Johnson in the Rajasthan, Rajasthan, say that three times real fast, area of Bihar's Vaishali district. Soon, quote, soon we heard the noise of glass breaking, Pastor Johnson told Morningstar News. One team climbed the roof of our house. They could not break open the roof to enter the house, so they twisted the aluminum corrugated sheet and entered, unquote. Pastor Johnson and his family, including his wife and four ch children, hid themselves in one of the home's two rooms. However, the door to that room did not have a lock, so Pastor Johnson and his wife had to use their bodies to block the radicals from entering and attacking. According to Morningstar News, Pastor Johnson calls to local police went unanswered, so he called a local Christian for help. Soon, 50 local villagers arrived on scene and drove away the radicals. Quote, if the attackers had managed to come into the room where the family was hiding, we would be looking at a much worse situation. Unquote. Pastor Gautam Kumar, a local activist and pastor, told Morningstar News, quote, I do not doubt that they would have killed the family, unquote. The incident has been reported to local police, and a first information report has been filed. However, no arrests have been made in regards to the incident. Attacks on Christians and their place of, places of worship in India continue to rise in both number and severity since the current BJP party, BJP party took power in May 2014. The number of documented inc incidents of Christian persecution has more than doubled. So we want to continue to pray for this pastor and his family and all of our brothers and sisters in India. So our update on Leah Shabiru, uh, Senator Rubio uh, tweeted out earlier today, um, and he just he tweeted out an up uh, basically just a, a summary of what's gone on for nearly two years. Islamic terrorist group hashtag Boko Haram has held Leah Sharibu Sharibu. I'll get to pronounce her name right one of these times. Uh, has held Leah Sharibu hostage for refusing to renounce her Christian faith. I urge Nigeria's government to ensure Leah's safe release and to protect people of all faiths against, faiths against extremism in Nigeria. Hashtag free Leah. Hashtag expression, not oppression. So again, Boko Haram has been very um, uh, aggressive throughout Nigeria. A lot of the Fulani militant uh, uh, groups and Al-Shabaab are all uh, groups that in that area who are constantly attacking Christians and so on. Of course, Boko Haram kidnapped these girls uh, four years ago. You'll remember the uh, Michelle Obama photo, hashtag bring back our girls. And uh, all of them have returned home in one way or another. Uh, five have been called home to be with the Lord. 
the rest went home to be with their families. Uh, Leah is the only one that has continued to be held captive by Boko Haram, and it is because she will not renounce her faith in Christ. So keep praying for her, pray for her family, um, pray that she'll be released soon um, to be able to go home. And our World Watch list for today, number 29. Uh, here's another one we get to try to pronounce. Tajikistan. Sure, I'll just pretend that I said that right. Um, some t facts about Tajikistan. It's in Central Asia. The persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. Persecution level is very high. The population is 9,107,000. Of that, about 61,000 61, are Christians. The main religion is Islam. The government is a presidential republic. And the leader is President Imomali Rahman. In Tajikistan, the country's central government imposes restrictive legislation while local authorities and police monitor religious meetings, detain believers, raid church meetings, and confiscate, confiscate religious materials. The government places heavy pressure on all deviating groups, quote-unquote deviating groups, including Christians, by tightening and strictly enforcing existing laws. The government puts additional pressure on the Christian minority. Another source of Christian persecution comes from the Muslim community that objects to Christians evangelizing among the Muslims. The government puts heavy pressure on all quote-unquote deviating groups. Indigenous Christians with a Muslim background bear the brunt of persecution both at the hands of the state and from family, friends, and community. Russian Orthodox churches experience the least problem from the government because they do not usually attempt to make contact with the Tajik population. The youth law, in particular, has left Christians and other affected religious minorities in legal limbo as it is not clear what is still allowed. A couple examples of persecution. In June 2018, a young convert explained the Christian faith to his mother and his Muslim relatives heard about it. The convert's elder brother beat him severely demanding that he return to their native religion and used a hot iron to burn his hands. The convert fled and is no longer safe at his family home. In August 2018, a group of nine Christians in the south of Tajikistan were arrested. Police took away documents and cell phones and questioned them harshly. So those are just some of the ways that Christians, a couple of examples of Christian persecution. Prayer points for Tajikistan. Pray for bold faith for Christians who are under surveillance by authorities and are beaten and pressured to renounce their faith. Pray for a full revision of the 2009 religion law and for the removal of articles requiring state permission for any exercise of freedom of religion or belief. Pray for church leaders who are faced with the stress and anxiety of raids and arrests. Ask God to give them courage, wisdom, and discernment as they serve the church. Pray for citizens to receive a fair trial with legal representation in court cases, especially for those who are discriminated against for their religious beliefs, and pray that governmental pressure would lessen and the countries would become more open to Christianity. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much again that you have provided us this medium, this uh, amazing thing we call the Internet, Lord, where we can come together from across continents across oceans and even across time frames and come together and pray um, for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world 
Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in, in India, um, this pastor and his family. God, we pray that, that you would give them peace. I pray specifically for the kids who um, endured this, this attack in their home. Father, I pray that, that you would use this to strengthen their faith in you and that it would not shake their faith um, and, and cause them to, to live in undue fear um, of additional attacks. Lord, we lift up uh, Leah, uh, Sharibu, and her family. Lord, we pray that, that you would, Lord, you, you turn the hearts of kings, and we pray that, that you would turn the hearts of this terrorist group to al allow her to be, be released, to go home, to be with her family, Lord. Um, I pray that you will continue to strengthen her resolve to stand on her faith in you. Lord, we, we recognize that, that this young girl has has a, a strong faith that in, in the midst of kidnapping and persecution and, um, and I, I, I hesitate to imagine what horrifying things are happening to her right now, Lord, that she still remains faithful to you and refuses to renounce her faith. So Lord, we pray that you would be with her, continue to strengthen her, release her and bring her home. Bring, in the meantime, bring peace to her and her family, God. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Tajikistan. We pray for a bold faith for those Christians who are under surveillance by authorities and those who are beaten and pressured to renounce their faith. Lord, we pray that you would, again, turn the hearts of, of the magistrates there, that this religion law would be um, revised and articles requiring state permission would be removed from those so that people can uh, worship you as they as their conscience dictates Lord we pray for the church leaders there um, who are faced with with stress and anxiety of raids and attacks we ask that you give them courage wisdom and a boldness to continue to proclaim your gospel um, in the midst of persecution we pray for citizens to receive fair trial um, and legal representation in court especially those who are discriminated against because of their religious beliefs and we do pray that the government of pressure would lessen and the country would be more open to Christians worshiping their Lord. And ultimately, Father, we do just pray that in all these things that you are continued to be glorified by those who will stand firm in their faith in the midst of persecution and proclaim that, that they will not renounce their faith because it's not because of circumstances that they have come to you, Lord, but it's because they came to you because you died on the cross to forgive them of their sins and reconcile them to the Father. Lord, and that, that sacrifice that you made is, is worth um, enduring persecution for because we don't come to you for, for a good life, but we come to you for eternal life. And all of our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted stand firm on that promise. And so we pray that you will continue to be glorified for, by their um, their strength and their resolve to stand firm in their faith, Lord. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, guys, thank you again for being part of this. If you know anybody that you can invite to come, uh, join the Facebook page, The Fifth Seal. Um, you can join the YouTube podcast, The Evangelical Norm. Get other uh, podcasts that I do besides The Fifth Seal. But if you're just interested in The Fifth Seal, um, hit the Facebook page. I will put the link in the uh, description below. You can join that group where every day this uh, podcast comes out and a printed out version of what I read 
for the country for Tajikistan and each country will be there so you have something that you can look at and pray for um, but invite your friends um, who might be willing to be part of this um, and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they are necessary and until tomorrow Soli Deo Gloria mm-hmm.